Hi there, this is Jamcast Pals. I'm Jordan. This is Alma. Buenas tardes. And Marissa. Hey. And today on this episode, we're going to be discussing the movie, The Book of Life. All right, you guys? All right, so before we get into discussion and review of the movie, though, we're going to be doing our little housekeeping, house cleaning segment and just be telling you what we've done since the last episode, which was on... Because we have such interesting lives. Such interesting lives. But yeah, what was it? Big Hero 6 is a... Last episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a while ago. So what have you guys been doing? Finals. Me too. I just finished. Me too. Okay, you know what I want to talk about? What do you want to talk do about? You ha- do you ever have those classes where you're like, you're like, as long as I get a C in this class, I'm fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so I have that for all my classes, and then I get A's at all of them. And then so I do that, and then I literally got a B in one of my classes. I got A's in all my classes for one. And then I'm like, now I hate that teacher because I'm like, I was just aiming for a higher than a C and I got a B, but then I got A's in all my other classes. So I'm like, I hate you, teacher. Gave me the one B I got. Has that ever happened to you? No, because the only B I've gotten in like the past year and a half was in Japanese. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. B's are okay. Mine are like, as long as I get B's. I'm safe, but of course I want A's. I don't Marissa, want. Are you playing video games? No. Why? I heard screaming. Hm. No. Why? I heard screaming coming from that somewhere. That was me. Okay, that's interesting. It didn't come from me. Hmm. Right. Uh, that's weird. That's nice. Nice to think about. And then also since the last time we talked, so me and Marissa have been watching Gotham, Walking Dead, Horror Story. (laughs) What? Walking Dead. I have not caught up on it. I'm, like, I think two or three episodes behind. They just hit their mid-season finale, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think Mm -hmm. so did American Horror Story, and I'm behind on that one. But I did finish Gotham. Did you finish Gotham, Marissa? Nope. There's one episode left. I haven't... I haven't watched for, like, a couple weeks. Okay. The the finale is pretty good, and it's actually coming back really early. It's coming back, I think, in January. And it's not, like, a mid-season finale. It's, like, a season finale. And then season two starts oh. in, like, a month. It's really short. But, yeah. And then other than that, I've been watching Don't Judge Me, Survivor. And the season finale is tomorrow. So I'm going to watch it. I can talk about Survivor because Marissa can talk about Amazing Race, which is garbage, utter garbage, and she loves it. What? No, I'm just joking. I, I used to watch that show, too. I just don't watch it because no. it's on Sunday. No, Amazing Race is amazing. It's in the name. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just haven't watched it in a while. You don't watch any game shows, right, Alma? Um, no. Yeah, I like game shows, still. I watch Family Feud because that's all Britney seems to watch. Family Feud is amazing. Any season, any host is really good. Yeah. Is there anything else to talk about? Oh yeah, I just got a Wii U. It's pretty fun. It ended up costing me like a hundred bucks because I don't have these with my brother. Oh, so neat. Good. And then, do you have anything, Marissa? Jordan, did you play that game I said? No, because you know what I've been doing? Okay, I was going to save this. I was going to save this to the end of the show, but I'll talk about it now. So what, the next episode episode where the whole thing with the, with the podcast was supposed to be that we would recommend things to each other and we'd have to experience them. And so it was Alma's turn and she recommended what? I lost track at this point. Good Omens. Yeah, so you recommended Good Omens and I hadn't read it because it was taking a while. But I've been reading it today, like, for the last three hours, and I'm, like, halfway through it. So, proud of you. if I finish it tomorrow, can we do a recording? Sure. But the other reason I wanted to ask, and the reason I wanted to finish it, was because I already know what I want to recommend next, since it's my turn. And I could recommend multiple things, like, different things, but the thing I wanted to recommend was something that was kind of long. It's 24 episodes. Would you guys be okay with that? What is it? It's an anime. 
But okay, what there's, is it? There's a reason I want to <laughs> recommend it because it's supposed to be part of. I I told Marissa about this, but you know how much I'm like super nerdy. Like on episode negative one, we discussed how I'm the nerdiest one out of all of us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, do you guys have secret internet? Like, what do you call those? Pseudonyms? Um, usernames? Yeah, like you have a Tumblr, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't have a Tumblr or anything, but I <laughs> talked about it with Marissa, like, I think, last <laughs> month, where I have a tiny blog. <laughs> but it's literally a tiny blog. Like, I use the blog for one sole thing. And the one thing I use the blog for is this thing called, like, Anime Secret Santa, which every year this one blogging group, they have a Secret Santa program where you recommend a show and you get one show. And you have to review it for Christmas. So what I wanted to do is, I stopped to review it on the tiny blog I have, but I wanted to do a podcast review of it too, if you guys were okay with that. Cool. Are you okay with that though? Because it has to be done by Christmas. So that's Winter like break. almost less than two weeks. But it's Winter 24 break. episodes. Winter break. Yeah, that's why, I, that's that why I, I was hoping it was okay. Hmm? What'd you say, Marissa? I said I could do that in a day. Yeah, me too. So you guys are okay with that? Sure. So do you want me to just tell you the show now so you can get a head start if you want to? Sure. Okay, the show is called um, Penguin Drone. And all of it's on Hulu. It's 24 episodes. And it's like, you guys are both Tumblr people, so you may have seen it because I think it's popular with that crowd. And then, like, what? I haven't really heard any bad things about it. Wait, what's it called? It's called Penguin Drum. It's one word, but... Penguin and then drum. And like it's kind penguin? Of, yeah, like a penguin. And it's kind of this crazy... <laughs> I think... Oh. What's that term? Oh, that one. Yeah, see, that one. Have you seen it before, like, Art of It or something? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, directed by the guy who did a lot of Sailor Moon and then other stuff. He's kind of known for lesbians, and so the show, I think, has that, too. But Me? it also has, like, a ton of, like, metaphor imagery, stuff like that. So it's really popular. So that's okay. You guys are okay with that. So let's try to record it sometime the week before Christmas. Whenever you get okay. it done, just tell me. Alright, okay. so I think that's basically it for house cleaning. So you guys are ready to get into review and discussion on Book of Life? Okay. What? You ready? I guess. Whatever. No, don't be so pessimistic about everything. Why? You gotta be happier. Uh... Is this just because I didn't play that game? Yeah, kind of. But what? I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna have it as my thing. So. Okay. Okay. So just, do you want to explain it to Alma real quick if that is what you're gonna do? Um, it's this game. Sure. Okay, Alma. Do you yeah, know what a visual novel is? It's this game is? called Heroes Rise. Okay. It's just all text-based, so there's no pictures, there's no nothing, and then it's like it's just a choose-your-own-adventure game, and it presents you with like a wall of text, and you read it, and then you make a choice. Oh, dude, link me. And huh? Link me. I love those things. Oh, okay. It's called um, Heroes Rise. Is the first one, and there's three games. I'm just going to recommend the first one, but it would be awesome if you could play all of them, because the story is really cool. Okay. But it's like $3 each, and they're on Steam, and they're on this website. But you can play half oh, of okay. them for free, right? You can play, like, the first couple chapters for free. You can play, like, 5 uh, out of 10 chapters. Steam. That's a lot, actually. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's really good, though. Alright. Okay, so now we'll get into it. So now we'll go into review and discussion of the Book of Life. So do you want to do the plot synopsis, Alma? Oh, oh snap. Put me on the spot. Um, okay, Book of Life is about... Um, well, it was <laughs> done by... What studios does it? Is it like... It's not FX DreamWorks. Something? It used to be DreamWorks. It's, it's look not DreamWorks. I think it's FX Creative or something. Yeah, it's FX Love Creative FX? Studios. Okay, yeah. And Fox, and it's um, produced by 
Del Toro, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Uh, it's produced and... by, like, four people. Okay, but the big name is Del Toro. Yeah, and it's directed by George Gutierrez. Right. Okay. So, I mean, the movie starts off in this museum, and there's this bunch of rowdy children that go there. And then they've got this tour guide lady that takes them into the forbidden back of the museum to show them this... I don't even know. It's this... It was, it was, the word just escaped me, oh my god. It was a Mexican folklore area of the museum, according to the No, but it was, what's the name? Like, the name for the specific things in museums, like the different little showcases things. Exhibits? There you go. Exhibits. The Mexican exhibit. Of this museum and all the kids are like really bored until the tour guide starts telling them about the story in this giant book called the book of life that tells the story about all the dead and alive people and so she tells them about these three kids this girl named maria this boy named manola and this other guy named joaquin and it goes on to tell them about how this girl is really like spirited and fiery and she's really kick-ass and like Manolo likes to play guitar and he comes from a bullfighting family but he's doesn't like bullfighting because he doesn't believe in killing the bulls but he really wants to be a what do you call that thing Marissa musician um no there's a name for it um 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 I don't remember this is a one-man mariachi I'm kidding Going perfectly. You could just say musician. I guess. And then you've got Joaquin, who's, like, writing off his father's uh, legacy, I guess. Oh, oh, okay, cool. You linked me. And I'm scattered-brained right now. Okay, but basically you set it up. Where their story starts when they're kids, and you have Joaquin, Manolo, and Maria. And then Maria is also the daughter of the village that they all live in. The daughter of the village that they all live in? No, the daughter of the mayor, sorry. The daughter (laughs) of the mayor of the village they live in. And then um, Joaquin is Channing Tatum, right? Yes. Yeah. So then Joaquin is, like you said, his father defended the village from a famous outlaw, right? He didn't kill him, though. The outlaw is still alive. But he defended the village from him. Yeah, his name was Chacal or something. Oh, he was a bandit. Yeah. Yeah. And then so basically when they're all kids, uh, obviously the two boys like Maria. But uh, from the father's, what do you call it? The father, why does he make her move? Because, oh, the pig stealing thing. Oh, yeah, because she's all outgoing and stuff. And she wants to defend other people. So she's like defending the livestock in the town because she thinks it's wrong to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so because of that, the father's going to send her away from the village. But because there's two other characters who see that the two boys like Maria. So what do they do? And who are the characters? Joaquin and Manolo really like Maria, so they set up a wager that one of them will no, end up No, but who are the characters who set up the wager? Oh! Oh, La Muerte en Chivalva. <laughs> yeah. And then these two characters are, like, mythological characters for Mexican Day of the Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, all I'm with them more so. Yeah, Zibalba's like an Aztec god. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't know anything about the mythology. And Amarta's not even like god. She was just like an art piece that got really popular. But, My you know. Yeah. So basically, you have Zibalba. Zibalba. His... Yeah. Well, I can't say it. So I'm just going to say Zibalba like the guy from Star Wars. So Zibalba so... makes the wager that Joaquin... The guy who is the son of the defender of the village will be the one who marry who grows up to marry Maria, and then what's the other god? La Muerte. La Muerte. La Muerte. Makes the wager that the musician Manolo will be the one who grows up to marry Joaquin. I mean (laughs) Maria. (laughs) I don't know these names are so hard. That would have been so much more interesting. Yeah. So then. But then she moves away. So basically, the wager gets put on hold until a ton of years 
until she moves back to the village. And she moves back to the village. Do you know how old they are? They are a grown-up age by then, right? Like, they're adults? Mm, yeah, they like... don't make it really clear. But she comes back years later when they look like they're adults. And basically, what you find out is that uh, the Zabulba guy kind of cheats, and he actually gives Joaquin an advantage. And he gives him something called the Badge of Life? No, what was it called? Medal of Eternal Life. Okay, yeah, so when they're little, Zabulba gives Joaquin the Medal of Eternal Life. So when Maria comes back to the village, Joaquin has become the village's, like, new defender. Yeah, new hero. Because basically... He can't be hurt, so he's been defending the village all these years. On the, and then on the other hand, you have Joaquin, who he wants to be a musician, but his family... No, you mean Manolo. Manolo! Yeah, you have, then you have Manolo on the other hand, who wants to be a mu- musician, but his family is a family of uh, matadors, right? Yeah, bullfighters. Yeah. And then so, um, on the day that Maria returns, there's a big bullfighting match, and it's supposed to be the first time that Manolo kills the bull, right? Yep. Yeah, so basically she comes back that day, and that's the day that he's supposed to finally kill a bull in one of his bullfighting matches, and he decides to not to. And so Maria really respects Which Maria him loves that. him for. Yeah. And then so from there, it kind of becomes a whole tr- love triangle thing where Joaquin is trying to win Maria's heart, and then Manolo is trying to win Maria's heart. Right? But Joaquin is not very good about it. And? And Manolo's actually really good at it because he serenades her and stuff, and girls dig that. Yeah. And so one of the Meanwhile, problems... Joaquin was all like, oh, you'll be my wife and cook for me. It was yeah. very Gastani. It was great. Yeah, and so one of the problems in the movie is that Maria likes Joaquin because Joaquin's kind of, like, lined up to her points of view of life. Well, I mean, not Joaquin. I keep on saying Joaquin. Maria likes Manolo because mm-hmm. his views on life are kind of lined up with hers, but then she doesn't really like Joaquin because he's just kind of this tough guy and he's kind of sexist at a lot of times. But he's also the hero of the village and he's the one that her, her father wants her, her, father her to marry. Wants to marry and one of the reasons the father wants her to marry him is because he'll defend the village forever, but if she ends up choosing Manolo, then maybe he'll think that he shouldn't stay in the village anymore and he'll leave. And the village would be open to attacks. So then... And then they're both her friends. Yeah, but they're still both her friends. So then the crux of the movie is that while this whole love triangle is going on, you still have La Muerte and then Zabulba. And then they're still trying to they're still trying to watch the match and who's going to win. And Zabulba, again, ends up cheating. And what does he do? Well, it's because he sees that Maria starts to fall in love with him when he goes and sings to her in the balcony, and it's all very romantic. And then he's like, come meet me and the docks if you want to. I forget what he actually proposed or something. And so Shabalba's like, oh no, I'm going to lose. And so he turns his staff thing into the two-headed snake it is and sends it after Manolo and Maria when they're over there having their lovey-dovey candle fest thing. And so... The snake ends up biting Maria, and Manolo thinks Maria dies, and he lets his guard down, and the snake bites him, too. Like, no, that yeah. didn't happen. That what happens, happens in the that... trailer. No, what happens is that that happens, but he doesn't let his guard down. It's Z- Zabulba appears to him after that, and then Manolo basically says, there's not a point for me to live anymore if she's dead. So then the snake bites him twice. Yeah. And then what you find out is that that's kind of where the movie movie starts, or like kind of the main part of the movie, which is that now Manolo has passed on to the to the whole idea of the Day of the Dead, which is the land of the remembered. And so he ends up going to basically the equivalent of the afterlife in this land of the remembered, but when he's there, he finds out that Maria didn't actually die. So now he's on a quest to go back to life so that he can be with Maria again, right? And that's basically the yep. gist of the movie. Yeah, and the reason why Maria didn't die is because she was bit once by the snake. But you find out that the trick behind Zabulba's snake is that you, if you get bit once, you go into like a, a deep sleep. But if you get bit twice, you die. And that's why he died, but she didn't. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, so opinions on the movie without spoilers. Well, Marissa cried apparently throughout the entire thing. 
Yeah, the first time I saw it. We're surprised at everything that's animated. That's also true. <laughs> I didn't cry, and I cried at everything animated. I didn't cry either. That's a lie, I don't cry at everything animated. You cry a lot though, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how did you see it the first time, Marissa? At the theater? But, I mean, like, who did you see it with? Diana. Okay. And you guys just went to go see it for fun? Yep. Yeah. And then how did you see it, Alma? I saw it in theaters with Elsa and Christine. Which Christine? Christine. Oh, Christine. That's cool. So I saw it at the drive-in with Marissa second time because I was really lazy and I didn't see it in theaters. So we had to wait for it to be in the drive-in. Not wait for it, just because that's the only place it was open for. So to see this movie, we had to sit through another movie first, which was what, Marissa? It was Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> which was oh. not a good movie. It was really funny. No, it was terrible, but it had it some of the so best funny. jokes. It was like basically one of the main jokes of the movie is that there's an octopus. And all the octopus does is he makes puns on celebrity names. So, like, he'll take a celebrity's name who their last name sounds like a real word. So he'll be like, one of his little octopus buddies' name is Elijah. So he'll be like, Elijah, would you please get me that? (laughs) So that was really funny. That actually was really funny. But that was, like, the main thing about that movie. I don't know. Pixar, I'm not Pixar. DreamWorks movies are really weird now. It's like, Penguins is basically the puss in boots of... Madagascar. Which I actually like Puss in Boots, didn't you? Alma? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Puss in Boots is actually pretty good. But Penguins, no, no, no. I didn't I didn't Yeah, like, it's funny. I didn't like the other Madagascar movies anyways. I, I didn't hate Madagascar. Like yeah. I only saw the first one. And then I saw this third one, I think, on TV. No, I saw the second one too. Yeah, I don't really like Madagascar. I used to watch the show a lot, so The Penguin Show? The Madagascar show and the Penguin show. Yeah. I don't know. DreamWorks is really weird where if they get a really successful franchise, they want to make as many movies as they can out of it, but then they just don't. And then they make spinoffs. Because I remember Shrek, when oh Shrek became successful, they said they were going to make seven movies out of it. And then they got four <laughs> movies in and stopped. And then when Kung Fu Panda was successful, they said the same thing. And they got two movies into it, and then they just made a TV show. And then Madagascar, I didn't hear anything about. They just kept on making sequels. And then they made a TV show for Madagascar, too. Dragons is the only one where I actually feel like they're kind of... They don't milk it a lot, where they actually take it kind of seriously. Because the second movie took a long time to come out, and they kind Mm -hmm. of made it into, like, a story, you know what I mean? Like, it was obviously not just... Because then the third one's going to be the last one. Oh, is the third one going to be the last one? Yeah, because it's based on the book. But the book is a children's book. Yeah, but like, you know how the book starts off with, when I I was a child, there were no dragons. Oh, well, the dragons are dying, basically. Okay. I read the book. I did too. Well, I don't think they really have to stick to the book, because I thought the book was along the lines of Shrek, which the Shrek book is like 10 pages. The book was kind of like a manual. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Isn't it a picture book? Not Not particularly. Okay. But it is like an elementary school book, right? Yeah. 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 Alright. I actually, I really like movies that are based on really, like, picture books. Like, I don't know. It gets a lot of slack. I love Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I love that movie. Who doesn't? I think a lot of people don't like it. I love it. Like, anything... That's like a children's book, and they make it just like a stupid comedy. I think is really good. I also like Cat in the Hat, which I don't even know people who watched that movie, but I liked it. It's going back to Book of Life. So that's how I saw it. So we went to a double feature. Penguins of Madagascar. Then we saw Book of Life. So I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good movie, but of the other movies I've seen this year, I don't think it's as good. Like, I don't think it's as good as Big Hero 6, right? The only thing I didn't like about Book of Life was it was so, like, it had so much exposition. Really? I thought, but, 
I kind of felt like maybe there was enough for me because I don't really know that much about Day of the Dead. Like, do you know a lot? Yeah, that's the only reason why I wasn't okay with it because I was like, I literally know all of these things. Just get me to the story. I know, but like, for just, people yeah. like you, I understand it. But yeah. for me, it was like, I want more of the characters. Okay, and this is one thing I did want to ask. So Day of the Dead, the story behind it is just like a non-serious story, right? Like how ours, we have Santa Claus for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, because... In the movie, they have the idea is that one of the plot, plot points of the movie is that Day of the Dead celebrates the people who are remembered. So when you pass away, you go to the place called the Land of the Remembered. But if you pass away and you're not remembered by anybody, you go to the place that's called the Land of the Forgotten. And it kind of seems like it's equiv equivalent to Heaven and Hell, where Land of the Remembered is Heaven and then Land of the Forgotten is Hell, right? Well, not really, because... You don't get sand sent to the land of the forgotten like immediately unless you like don't have any family or anyone to remember you. Yeah. Well, yeah, because one of the points it's of the not movie... really a punishment so much as a well, you don't matter anymore, so bye bye. Yeah. But they kind of split it up into two worlds though, where you go to one of these two worlds when you die, or you can also go to one of the worlds. You can go to the land of the remembered, but if you're forgotten over time in like on Earth, then you can eventually be moved to the land of the forgotten. Yeah. But I don't know. That kind of seemed weird to me because isn't Mexico kind of like a Christian country? Right? Catholic. Yes. So why so is there not a is, is there not a problem there pertaining to Christianity? Like people aren't like, well that kind of goes against Christianity. Cuz you're making up a new background for yeah, heaven and hell. Well, I mean, I'm personally okay with it. So you don't really have a problem with that aspect? No, because I mean, I'm not that firm of a believer. Plus, it's not really disrespectful or anything. It's just because, honestly, it kind of ties in because personally, what my family believes in and what we do for the other Los Muertos is we do go and honor like our family members. But like we go to the extent of going back into like the generations like way before like we go visit the grave of my great 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 grandmother because my mom is like we can't forget them because their souls will be lost if we don't keep praying for them and i'm just like okay mom and so we do the thing yeah so it kind of ties in same same thing same system i still don't like i'm not a big religion person to begin with but i just don't kind of get it still because kind of really depressing where it's all like well it doesn't matter if you're a bad person or not if somebody forgets you then you're dead yeah you know? and like they even show in the movie they have a scene where they show the land of the forgotten and yeah, it's really depressing yeah and like somebody dies in the land of the forgotten they kind of fade to ash yeah which they don't really explain anything else so you could always be like maybe they are the ash and they could reform somewhere else and they're just stuck there but it's still really depressing so yeah i just thought it was kind of a weird message but yeah. And then, was there anything you had a problem with in the movie? Because you had the problem with exposition, but I had the problem with not enough exposition. So there's obviously two sides to that. Yeah. But was there anything else? Um. Um. Hmm. Let me think. So this movie ages ago. Um. So, for me, I want to talk about something I did like, which I liked the art. And the animation of the movie. Oh my god, it was gorgeous. But on the flip side of that, a part of me also didn't like it. Which what do you mean? So I was reading it today. And then um, one of the goals of the director, what's his name? George Gutierrez. Maybe it's Jorge, I'm not sure. But George Gutierrez. And then one of his goals was is that, because he's an animator. So if you look at the art of books, which we actually talked about, I think, on the Big Hero 6 episode. Is when you look at the art of books... For any animated film, they always look way different. Like, you look at what the characters started as, and then what they look like in the movie, and they look completely different. So his goal for Book of Life was that he wanted the art of book to be exactly what the movie looked like. Which I totally see. Like, when I watch the movie, that's what it reminds me of, is, like, hand drawings and stuff like that. Especially, like, even in the beginning where they go to the, the museum, and all the kids look weird, don't they? Like the kids that come to the museum on the bus? Well, well, they don't look like carved wooden dolls. No, but I mean, they look, they look like they look like drawings, don't they? They look like oh. some sort of caricature. 
Yeah. And then so, like, even with the the lady who's giving the tour, she has, like, this really No, more weird... so the janitor, dude. Yeah, and so the janitor, the janitor has a weird nose, and then the lady giving the tour also has, like, a weird angular face. And they look like art, you know what I mean? Like, they look like 2D art, like concept art. So mm-hmm. I really like that aspect of the movie, but at the same time, I... I think there's a reason that it changes, you know what I mean? Because, like, there's plenty... Like, I like looking at the art books and seeing what they started as and what they became, but I don't think it's bad that they changed it, you know what I mean? No. I don't know what you mean. What do you mean, like... Like, have you... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Have you looked at an art of book? Yes. And then, um, you know how they change drastically? Like, mm-hmm. even if you just look at Disney movies, like... So I think at the end of Rapunzel... Or Rapunzel. Tangled. They Tangled. showed the concept art. Yeah. And a lot of it looks really different, and a lot of it looks super similar. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's a good thing. But I like that with this movie, they wanted to keep everything the same. But at the same time, I don't know. Because... It's just, it's just a personal preference for me. Like, I, I'm happy that they did that. I'm happy that a movie exists... Where that's their goal. And I totally think they accomplished it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I'm not really a big fan of... Because the art is actually... What do you call it? It's Mexican culture inspired, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not a super big fan of that. So there's some stuff that eh, I don't really like as much. But I do also really like other parts of it. Like Zabulba. I like his character design a lot. And then La Muerte. I like her character design a lot. But then it's just when it comes to the humans, like especially with, um, what's the musician guy's name? Manolo's outfit was precious. You shut oh, up. No, 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 not Manolo. It's when it comes to Manolo's um, gang of musicians that he's with, and uh-huh. they're super cartoony. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not really a big fan of that art style. Which, when I was looking up the director, I also found out that, because he's an animator, he did this really old Nicktoon show called El Tigre. Have you heard of it? Yes. And I hated the art in that show. I hated it. So that's why I'm like, yeah, this is just not my art style for that. And then it's really funny because then I was looking at art from El Tigre and... I loved that show. Really? Yeah. I didn't like it because, like, they they wouldn't show it. And the one episode they would show is, like, the same episode over and over. And I didn't like that episode. I hate it how Lucha Libre, like, got way more popular than El Tigre. And I was like, Lucha Libre sucks. I was about to bring this up. I... I don't think you mean Lucha Libre. I don't no, no. Whatever it was. Lucha Lucha! Lucha Lucha, there you go. I know. I was, I was about to bring that up. I hated that show. No! I was about to bring that up. So, also when I was researching the I director... I watch that show all the time. I know! So, so the director, he also did the um, character designs for Lucha Lucha. And I love Lucha Lucha. I hated it. I love that show. I love it. Yeah, it's so good. I love Snoopy. I was about to say Snoopy. <laughs> oh my god. Literally, I just went to, the, I went to Costco with my brother yesterday. And then we were eating snow peas. And I was like, snow peas. <laughs> I love snow peas. Yeah. And the flea. Yeah. I really like Mucha Lucha. But I don't know. El Tigre had that super... Because it wasn't just... Um, well, I, I don't know. So this is something you'll know more Alma than me. But you'll know more than me, Alma. Does Mexican art have super neon colors? We technically... Yeah, we do really brights. Yeah, because that's what I'm not really a fan of because El Tigre had that where it's like a lot of neon colors and then this movie not so much in the beginning but when you get into the land of the remember there's like a lot of neon colors and I'm just not as big as a fan of that but like I, le- I love Lucha Libre <laughs> I love that yeah that's what I loved awesome. the colors in the land of the remember yeah I like the land of the remember part I loved it I just I'm not a fan of neon colors so much I love neon colors and then I was a fan oh of... Oh my god! If you stare at neon pink for a really long time, and then look somewhere else, it'll just... Everything will just look green. Okay, I'm gonna blow your mind. Yeah. There's a book called Red Fox, Green Fox. And oh my god, I love that book! I know, I love that book too! Do you know who it's... Oh, what's, what's the guy? Eric Carle? Oh, the dude that does the Caterpillar Hungry, Hungry too. Caterpillar. Yeah. Yeah. I used to... Like, I used to read that book all the time in elementary school. And the entire book, Marissa, is what it is, is they have pictures of animals... And they have a dot in the center of the picture. So what they tell you to do is look at the dot in the center of the picture for like 10 seconds. And then the opposite page that you're, the opposite, because when you open a book, there's two pages. On the opposite page is no animal. It's just a blank sheet. 
but there's a dot in the center of it. So they say, look at the I dot think on I've the animal. Seen this. Yeah. So look at the, the dot on the animal, then look at the dot on the blank page, and then you'll see that animal on the blank page in its opposite color. So the book is called Red Fox, Green Fox, because you'll look at the green fox, and then you look at the dot, and then you'll see the color that a fox would actually be, which is red. It's because, like, the entire thing, like, the text of it, it's like, oh, look at that red, look at that green fox, and someone else goes, that fox isn't red, it's green. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then, like, it ends up with, like, I think, like, a black Dalmatian with white spots, but then when you look at the dot and then you flip it, you get a normal Dalmatian. So I really like that book. We talked about picture books a lot and kids' stuff. It's all about kids' stuff. Wait, how do you not like Lucha Libre? I mean, not you. Lucha Lucha. Lucha Lucha. <laughs> I just don't. I'm sorry. You. you didn't Ricochet? like the episode where Buena Girl had to fight the Aztecs and that pyramid made of toilet paper? That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they had an episode where they had, it was a fad where those two magicians were on every show. The big magician guy and then the short magician guy who doesn't talk. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they were on one of the episodes for some reason. I remember that. Penn and Teller? Yeah. They were- I think they weren't just on an episode. I think they were on a special. Or it was like an hour-long special, like a mini-movie or something. I met Penn and Teller. Really? I heard- I heard him talk. (laughs) Does he not talk still? I know that's what he used to do. But, I mean, does he still do that? Yeah, he was like, I like your shirt. And I was like, thank you. And then we took a picture. <laughs> Where was this at? Was this Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You always go to Vegas. I know. I can't even do anything there yet. Yeah. I got busted last time I went. For what? Standing on the casino floor. Oh, I did that before. And Whatever. then they're like, um, can I see your ID? And then I just like kind of looked at her, and then I just walked away. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's over here. And then you run away. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just left. Yeah. How do you not like Mucha Lucha? You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Or that episode where the flea was like in the toilet for some reason? That was good. Wasn't there an episode where flea got clean and then he became like a white flea or something? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know because I'm a Power Rangers guy. I like transformations, and I remember the transformation for Flea. I got the theme song stuck in my head. Lucha, 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 lucha. Yeah, it's a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> it's because you just can't you can't appreciate the art of mucha lucha. Oh, I can't appreciate. Okay. Yeah, but mucha <laughs> lucha was 52 episodes, and El Tigre was only like 26. I like so, Tigre. In the adventures of Nanny Rivera. Yeah. But, so yeah. That's, I think, we talked, you, okay, me and her talked about stuff we liked and didn't like. Was there anything you want to just say specifically, Marissa, that you liked or didn't like? Um, I liked everything. Okay. Oh, I did want to say that I did like the puppets, the puppet image in the movie. I think it worked. Because they introduced in the beginning of the movie that She's telling the story of these people, and then she put she pulls out like the puppets of them, like the marionettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I really like because there's this video game called Puppeteer, and they look just like that, and I love that game. It's so good. Nah, okay. And then even in that game Puppeteer, they have a luchador level where you have to fight a giant bull, but it kind of doesn't work because the bull's part of the Chinese zodiac. Whatever, <laughs> you still have to fight a Chinese bull in a lucha lucha libre type thing, bull fighting. Let's move on. So now we're okay. going to go into the spoiler segment. So if you don't want to hear spoilers about the movie, then I guess stop listening. So spoilers. What happens after he goes to the land of the dead? Um, Finds the... his family! Did you see Yeah, that? and they're very happy together. Yeah. This scene, I did want to talk about because... I cried so hard. No, I was like... I felt like it's strange, you know what I mean? Because they were all happy that he died. But then the mom does say, I'm mad that you died, but I'm happy that you're here or whatever. I mean, they get to be together. And being dead isn't bad if you're in such a happy place. See, that's what I feel like. That's where, like, one of the flaws of religion is, is that it's like, 
why don't people commit suicide then if you're gonna go to heaven well it's like because it's because then you don't get into heaven that's their loophole and then so it's all like why do people not commit suicide to get to the land of the remembered and there really isn't a loophole except for that if everybody does it then you'll be forgotten so then you'll go to the land of the forgotten and you don't want that right Mm, right. I guess. Yeah, see, that's why I don't know. It's just there's kind of like a religious overtone where I was just trying to figure it out what it was. Because if you die, you go to the land of the remembered. If you're remembered, doesn't that mean though? Like you could designate designate one person and just like remember all of us, and then they could all commit suicide and live in happy fun time land forever. Because you could technically do that. So that's why I don't know. Religion's kind of weird like that. You just gotta roll with it. So if you roll with it, then it's totally fine. So, he goes to the land of the remembered. His family's all there, and they're happy to see him. And then after that? And then after that, they have to go find a way to get Manolo back to the land of the living because... No. Wait, no, not to the land of the living. And he's looking for Maria. So he's like, family members, have you seen Maria? She is my fiance or whatever. And they're like, let's go find your prometida. And then it ends up that she's not even in the land of the remembered because she's not dead. Yeah. Because it's Shibaba ruling the land of the remembered and not La Muerte anymore. Yeah. Because he goes looking for uh, La... El Muerte or La Muerte? La Muerte. La Bla. Yeah, that. But then he finds the Bulba and he finds out that that's what happened and that he cheated yeah so then it's after that what happens i don't remember after that what happens is that he's like well i'm gonna go find muerte and set her on your ass because you cheated in your bet with her and so (laughs) he has to go find her but to get to the land of the forgotten from the land of the remembered is really hard because i mean no one wants to do that for like oh yeah because she's pure-hearted intention so he has to prove that he's pure of heart by going through all these trials and it ends up just being that the all i don't know he looked like the sandman from the rise of the guardians the the keeper dude yeah wax keeper candle maker he's the candle Candle maker maker. (laughs) and they have a little when they're in the museum in the beginning they explain that there is el morte then Zabulba, and then there is the third person, the candle maker, who's basically above both of them, and he's kind of like God in this scenario. Basically. Yeah. And then so, but, wait, so he's trying, so the thing is, is that he's trying to get to the land of the forgotten now, because that's where... La Muerte is. Yeah, La Muerte is, because that's, they switched jobs, because Zabulba used uh-huh. to run the land of the forgotten, but he won the wager by cheating. But how does he end up running into the candle maker? <laughs> because they're going through. Okay, so he beats maze. the maze, and mm-hmm. then the he the the thing that. And then he the when he beat thing. the maze, there was that cave thing that he had to go through, and then on the other side of the cave thing was the candle maker, right? Not right? Yes. But, um, there was, like, that skeleton thing, and then they had to test how, like, righteous he was. Oh, the giant was the sword? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so what it is, is is that they said, to get to the land of the Forgotten, you have to enter, like, a cave. And to enter the cave, you have to be pure of heart. And so he goes through the trials, and he proves that. So before he gets to the land of forgotten, he meets the candle maker in the cave, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens after that, Alma? So after that, they basically jump through this portal that the candle maker gives them to the land of the forgotten, and it's really sad. And they're like, "Oh, this is terrible. We never want to come here." And then they find La Muerte, and they tell La Muerte that Shabalba cheated, and she's really angry at him. But they're like basically trapped there, and well, not trapped there, but Manolo's trapped, being dead, unless he could face his fear. Yeah. And so they like set up this giant arena thing and like all the dead people are watching him face his fear and it turns out that his fear is actually Oh, no, Shibala thinks that his fear is like 
facing the bull because he never got to kill the bull, so he thinks that he's afraid of the bull, but really what Manolo's afraid of is killing the bull. He doesn't want to kill the bull. And so, basically, Manolo swing, sings the bull this sweet song, and he... It's like, I'm sorry that we've killed you. You didn't deserve it. Majestic Bull and the Bull forgives him and it all ends happily and he gets to go back to the land of the living. Okay, so stopping at that point, I totally called it. Like, so I was yeah. there with Marissa and then I was all like, when he was like, okay, so your challenge is going to be you have to face every bull that your family has ever killed. And then I just looked over at Marissa and I was like, he's going to serenade them, isn't he? And Marissa's like, no. <laughs> And then it's like five minutes later and he's serenading them. I'm like, I knew it. I knew it, but I thought it was going to happen way earlier. Like, I thought it was going to happen when he was alive. And, like, he was going to serenade a real life bull. But instead he serenaded, like, the spirits of the bulls or whatever. Yeah. And I call BS on why did they all form into one bull? That doesn't make any sense. To make it look cooler. Okay, it did look awesome. But, but I mean, like, st- strategically, a lot of tiny bulls is way worse. Than one big bull. But yeah. he, he was, like, dodging all of the tiny bulls, so that's why Shababa was like, no, and made them all form a giant one. I think it would have worn down faster if it would have stayed tiny. But it was cool. Okay, yeah, but it was cool. Okay, and then also, so during that scene, he serenades a bull, so he sings a song. And then we haven't really talked about it, but there are a lot of songs in the movie, right? Yes! Yeah. And then I didn't know this, but the movie's considered a musical? Yeah. Did you think that when you watched it? Yeah. I was like, I kept on thinking, this could be a musical. Why don't they just make it a musical? And then it was a musical. No, and then apparently it is a musical. I'm like, really? Because a lot I of the songs it. are covers, aren't they? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Oh my god, the Mariachi Mumford and Sons. That's so great. <laughs> that was the greatest thing. Wait, where is that at? When I the montage, when they grow older. Yeah. Oh. One of my problems, too, is that I just don't know a lot of songs, but I still knew that a lot of them were covers, so it was just kind of weird to me. I think it's just because I'm used to the whole Disney thing where when you have a musical, you make original music for it. So, yeah. Not all musicals are like that, though. Yeah, I know there are some musicals, like... They're called jukebox musicals. Yeah. And then sometimes they'll have, like, band specials, right, where you have that American Idiot musical. Yeah. It's all Green Day, but they make a a story out of it. Jersey Boys, which is Frankie Valley. Wait, you're not talking about the movie, are you? That that was a Broadway show before. Wait, but isn't the movie about the band? Yeah, it's a musical. Wait, so they used their own music in this? Yeah. What? It's a movie or a show about the band, and it's their rise of fame, so it has all the music. Oh, okay, okay. But I mean, do they use the music as a story plot point? Like, I don't know, like, Beatles music has everything. No. Hmm? Like, it's not like Across the Universe. Have you seen Across the Universe? Yeah, because that's what I was thinking of. Because what Across the Universe does is they take Beatles songs, and then they take the story of one Beatles song, and they try to make it into a a smaller story in a bigger movie. But that's not what Jersey Boys can do, right? No, it's, um, it's just... See, Across the Universe was like a totally separate story from yeah. the Beatles. Jersey Boys is about the Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Yeah. It's about the band. But it's about the band, and it's a musical using the songs that the band made. Yeah. That the band made, sorry. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so this movie was a musical. I didn't really get that. I kind of feel dumb for not getting it, because then I looked at the track list for the movie, and there's like 12 songs. So it's like, oh yeah, that's a lot of songs for one movie. But yeah. So we left off where what do you call it? Manolo Serenades the Bull. So he can go back to the land of the living. But we find out that in the land of the living, they kind of been they've been flash flashing back between Land of the Living and then Land of the Dead. And the Land of the Living, because Manolo has died, um, Maria has ended up deciding to get married to Joaquin because the one guy has come back to the village, right? Yeah, because Shakal, the bandit dude, found out that Joaquin is the one that had the Medal of Eternal Life. And then you find out that Chakal previously had the Medal of Eternal Life. Because Zabalba gave it to him for some reason that we were not really explained to. But this is before the events of the movie. Yes. Yeah. And then so when Manolo finally comes back to the Land of the Living, he comes back like during this kind of 
climactic scene where Chakol is finally going to have an all-out attack on the city to get the Medal of Eternal Life back from Joaquin. Right? Mm-hmm. And then now the final part of the movie goes by pretty quick. And I don't know. You, you explain it, Alma. Because I don't remember it too clearly. So can you explain the last part, um, Alma? So Manolo gets to go back to the land of the living, and since it's the Day of the Dead, his entire family gets to go back to the land of the living for one day to help fight off this crew of bandits that is storming their little town because they want Joaquin's medal. And so the entire fight just becomes a fight for the medal because the medal's like bouncing back and forth between good guys and bad guys. Yeah. And, uh, like, do I just skip to the end? Yeah. Because literally the ones fighting are Maria, Joaquin, and Manolo. Manolo's mm-hmm. kicking ass with his guitar. Joaquin is trying not to be useless because he's not used to not having the medal, and Maria's like sword fighting everyone. Yeah. So I think Yeah. So, so in the end, Chacal is going after Manolo and Joaquin because they're the ones that are like switching back and forth with the medal. And so, who's the one that sets off the explosive? No, what happens is that they basically they corner him where. Chakal knows he's going to lose, so he decides, I'm going to blow up the city, and he, he, he basically, he's suicide bombing, and he has bombs all over his body. So then, right. Joaquin and Manolo have the idea that they'll trap him under the city's bell, from the bell tower, so that way it'll be a contained explosion. But in this process, they kind of have it in their head that they don't have enough time, so one of them has to stay, to like lock him down in the bell tower, so that way, one, I mean, one of them have, have to die with him. Right. Oh, because neither of them knows that the like who has the medal because they think they lost it at that point. Yeah. But Joaquin had it and he was hiding it, but he like shoved it onto Manolo because Manolo was the one that kicked Joaquin out of the bell to like keep Chacal in. Mm-hmm. And so everyone thinks that Manolo's actually dead this time. And they're all really sad about it. And Maria's crying and. Then it just, like, the bell gets knocked over and Manolo's like, hey, bitches, I'm alive. Well, okay, wait. I thought what it was is that neither of them knows who has the bell. So what, but, so what, they're, they're trying not to, sorry, let me, let me say it. So neither of them know, neither of them knows who has the, has the medal. Mm-hmm. But in reality, the person who has the medal is um, Manolo. Right? So... No, the one who had it was Joaquin. Because Manolo, like, full-on thought he was going to die when he pushed Joaquin out because he didn't think Joaquin had it either. Yeah. So Joaquin was basically hiding the thing. Okay, I see, I, this is why I get confused. So can you explain it to me, just for me? Okay, so they're, they're, they're making the plan right, and they think that they lost the medal in, like, the, cro- the fight because Chacal at that point knows he's losing because he doesn't have the medal either, so he's gonna take out the entire town, like you said, with the bomb. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna, like, kamikaze that-ish. And so they're like, well, we have to contain it. So they get the idea with the bell. And so, yeah, they decide one of us is gonna have to stay in here with them. And, like, Manolo doesn't even give Joaquin time to think about it before he pushes him out. And so Manolo was, like, ready to die with Chacal in the bell. But Joaquin, like, managed to get the medal on Manolo before he was pushed out because Joaquin also meant to stay in there with Chacal because he felt really bad about like the whole metal thing and fighting with his best friend and lying to the entire town. Mm-hmm. But like Manolo got to it first and kicked him out first, so both of them were like basically ready to die. Okay, that makes sense. And so that was like Joaquin's redemption because remember he was a really big dick before that. Yeah. Alright, so I, I, I get it now, I get it now. So then basically what happens is that Joaquin's outside, Manolo's inside, but Joaquin put the badge on Manolo, so in the end, everybody's fine. Right? Wait, what? Repeat that? So, Joaquin's outside the bell, Manolo's inside the bell, but Chacal's because... inside the bell. And then Jacal's inside the bell. It blows up, and then mm-hmm. you find out that Joaqu- um, Manolo's totally fine. Because mm-hmm. Joaquin put the medal on him. And then mm-hmm. from there, it's kind of a happy ending for the movie, right? Yeah, because Manolo and Marie end up getting married. And Joaquin is like, I'll stay and protect the town anyway. But the medal gets taken away from them, doesn't it? Um, 
I think they, La Muerte takes it. Well, because La Muerte and them have been watching the entire time. Yeah. Do you remember Marcel? Yeah. What ends up with the medal? It's Joaquin gives it back to to Zabulba. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I read it on the Wikipedia right now. Alright. And then, so that's basically the end of their story. And then you kind of flash back now to the beginning of the movie where you have the children in the museum. And they're like, oh, that was like a good story. And then they leave the museum and you find out that... Oh my god, the tour guide was La Muerte and the janitor dude was Shivalba, which I totally called right at the beginning of the movie. I totally called it too. <laughs> because, and you know how I knew though? Because of their art, their design? It was, yeah, it was because of the... I didn't know until in the story where... They're telling the story where um, Joaquin, Manolo, and Maria are children. And you see that both El, um, La Muerte and then... Zabulba turned into, like, an old lady and an old man. And the old man has a nose that looks just like the nose of the janitor in the beginning of the movie. Which <laughs> they kind of keep shaded, like, because he's in the dark museum. But if you saw the nose and then you saw the old guy, then it's, you can pretty much guess it. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, did you know just at the museum scene? I, I Like, I knew it at the beginning, beginning, because, like, the janitor even looks like Zabulba. Oh. So I was like, oh, it's them. I didn't know it until I saw the old man that Zabulba turned into in the story of Manolo Maria. Yeah, if it had just been the tour guide lady, I wouldn't have known, but it, yeah. the janitor. I looked it up too, and I think they have different... I know the, the voice tour... Actors. Yeah, they have different voice actors. Did you know who the voice actor is for Zabulba? Which I totally didn't know. No. Is Ron Perlman, who's like in a ton of Guillermo del Toro movies. Oh. Yeah. Did you know that, Marissa? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then, I don't know, is the lady who does La Muerte is pretty famous, right? Kate del Castillo. Is she famous? Uh, oh no, it's Zoe Saldana who is famous. Yeah, she's super famous. Yeah. Apparently, the Kate girl is a Mexican actress. Yeah. And a lot of telenovelas. Oh, <laughs> it's that lady! I didn't know that was her name. Okay, so... Now, any any talking points for the end of the movie? For me, there was one thing I want to talk about, which was Maria. Which is, Maria, did you like her character? She was so cool. Marissa? Yeah. Okay, I really like Maria's character, and her kind of character was that, like, how women should be portrayed in film, is how I kind of felt it, right? Yeah. But at the same time, do you feel like her character was the one who didn't change at all? Hmm. See, because that was my main thing is that she doesn't need to change, though. So I can see that point of view. But it was also like she was so perfect that she didn't really have an arc in the movie. Because even Joaquin gets an arc. But she doesn't really get an arc because she's basically perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So would you, like, I don't think it's that bad. It's just, like, I wish she could have had some arc, but she doesn't really have one. Would you agree with that, Marissa? That she doesn't really have an arc? Yeah. Yeah. And you too, Alma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she still is a good... See, but then that's why, that's why I don't know, because, like, that's kind of, like, what people like to talk about with movies is, is this a good female character? And I feel like, in reality, like, if this is a real human being, she's a terrific female role model, but is she a good character? Because when you think of the characters you love in media, you usually think about characters who go through some sort of change or some sort of journey, and hers definitely feels like there's not, there's not either, of those, either of those things. Did somebody unplug somebody your headphones? Um, no. Marissa, I think it's you. What? Hello? What? Okay. Because I could hear I could hear my voice echo and I could hear Alma's voice echo, so I just thought it was you. I didn't know. Well, I can't hear it anymore. It's fine. But yeah, that was just what I was thinking about Maria's character. Other than that, um, there was one other thing I wanted to say, which was I didn't expect Joaquin to be that as good of a guy as he was. <laughs> because in the trailer, didn't they make it seem like he was a total a-hole? 
Yeah. Yeah, and then I was kind of... I didn't watch the trailer. You didn't watch the trailer? No. Okay, because I saw the trailer, and then... It's not just that they make him seem like an a-hole. They make him seem like he's not related to... Like, in the trailer, they don't give away that they're childhood friends. So I didn't know... I didn't suspect that aspect at all to the movie, so that was really nice. Because you see that he kind of... They all have this relationship with Maria, and it's not just some sort of crazy men fighting over a woman just because she's like the prettiest in the village or anything it's like they genuinely have a relationship with her like since children so i thought that was really nice right yeah yeah you have any other talking points for the movie wasn't this supposed to be a trilogy i don't think so. yeah it was yeah can you explain like... that then I think this was supposed to be Manolo's story. Like, the first one is Manolo, the second one would be Joaquin, and the third one would be Maria. Oh. But, I mean, would you say... Oh, Are you saying that that's how they're... I see that's how they're segmented, but are you saying would they still culminate in what this movie is, where at the end of the story you would get the battle on the Day of the Dead? What? Because you're saying it was supposed to be a trilogy, right? Not no, I mean, this is there's... supposed to be the first movie to a trilogy. But yeah. isn't the trilogy supposed to be about the Day of the Dead? I don't even know. I just read it was supposed to be a trilogy. Because I did read that. The original... I, don't, I don't know if it's made enough money for it to actually be Well, I did funded. read that it made enough money. Because I saw this really <sighs> dumb thing going around the internet. Where apparently there was like people complaining that Big Hero 6 did so well. Oh my but, god, it's a fucking Disney movie. Of course it's gonna do well. But did you see this thing? I think I saw it on Tumblr. And then Big Hero 6 did really good, but comparatively, this movie didn't do as well. And people are like, they're both great movies. Why isn't? Why aren't people giving Book of Book of Life like the attention that it deserves? But I thought that was pretty dumb because I was like, they both made their money back, so it's totally fine. Mhm. All right. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we close out? You should um, play that game. Okay, yeah, so just a little house, not house, but recap. So next episode will probably be on Good Omens. Probably be really soon. And then, because I want you guys to get the head on it, the next episode after that will be my recommendation, and I'm recommending the show Penguin Drum, 24 episodes. And then, do you really want to recommend this far in advance? Because I feel like... If Alma, like, if Alma sits down and plays this game, like, tomorrow, I may just do the same thing. And we could just do a little mini episode on it. And mini! Huh? Mini! Well, because if it's only a two-hour game... It's like... But if you play the whole... All three games... Okay, but I'm saying if... If Alma, like, sits down and does it tomorrow, and I finish Good Omens tomorrow, then I probably will just sit down and do that, too. And then we can do, like, a tiny episode on the first game... And then whenever we do the next ones, we can just keep on doing mini-episodes on them. Okay. Wait, so good. is the Heroes Rise the Prodigy the first one? Yeah. What's the okay. second one? I'm, I'm on uh, the wrong Heroes one. Rise, the Hero Project. And then Hero Project. I'm on the wrong and one. And then Heroes, Hero Fall is the last one. Alright. And then you said they're like two hours each, right? Um, It might be a little bit more than that. Especially I'd for me. I'd say two to three for me. I don't know about you. Probably okay, faster then... Alma. Okay. Alma probably like 30 minutes. I just started a new game. Yeah, and you keep on replaying it, right? I'm Barbara Gordon this time. <laughs> oh my god. Codename Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, is it completed? Is it only three games and no more? Or are they going to make uh, it's There's three game completes this trilogy, but then the creator says he's going to make... Oh, you could just um, buy the trilogy? I think there's an option for that. I don't know. Yeah, there is. Seven ninety nine. Okay. Add to cart. Uh, and then, uh, he says he's gonna make a tr- a sequel not to this trilogy, but to the s- second game, since the second game takes place as a reality TV show, and so, so what you're be saying a second is season of the reality TV show. So what you're saying is it's assassin, it's the Assassin Creed two trilogy, but the second game is a trilogy inside a bigger trilogy it is oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. it used to be like yes. there's assassin's creed one two and three but then assassin's creed two was a trilogy within that trilogy yeah because that was like was that one 
Yeah, and then they made four, and then before I was... only played Pirate One, which is four black. Yeah, black that one was the best. Well, in my opinion, it's the best because I just really like pirates, which is the whole reason yeah. I picked that game specifically out of them. I haven't played any of them. Oh, you know what I just bought though? What? Because I went to because we got the Wii yesterday. I mean the Wii. We got the Wii yesterday at Target, and then we went to Costco, and so when they were at Costco, we also went to. GameStop, GameStop, and they were having that buy two get one free sale. So I bought like six games for, um, like twenty dollars, less than twenty dollars. And so I got what? all three trauma centers. I got the DS one, then the Wii one, <laughs> and then the Wii, the second Wii one, because there's two on Wii. So I have like all three trauma center games now. That's they're, awesome. They're really fun too. We should play them because co-op is a B word. Yeah, it's, I like so watching. Hard. I like watching Game Grumps play. They're oh, they do it. Terrible. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, co-op is so hard. <laughs> I was playing it. That's what I was playing no. this morning. Wait, how is co-op in that one? In which one? Because they did it, one person had the nunchuck and one person had the Wiimote. No, we're doing co-op co-op, where it's yeah, they two didn't people do and, that. They, and they both have it. They didn't do that. We're playing so... the third game, though, which is like the... Because it goes, it goes Trauma Center, then Trauma Center 2, and then it goes Trauma Center New Blood, which is kind it, of I... separate from the other two. Yeah, I think they they weren't playing that one. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if the first Wii one had. Yeah, I'm gonna assume the third one is the best one because it's the newest one. I don't know. And so it's like they have the most time to improve. But then besides that, I also bought um, Crystal Chronicles for Wii, the Crystal Bearers, and then I also bought um, Uncharted one and two because they were like five dollars. So and I, I played the third one, so now I'm gonna finally play the first two. But yeah. How are we talking about games? Oh, because of the, the heroes thing and then Assassin's Creed. Okay, did you have to choose chips, Alma? <laughs> They're not chips. Okay. Okay, can you stop eating though? And then we'll close out in like the next three minutes. Fine. Alright. Uh-huh. Okay, so. Alma! <laughs> I didn't have to swallow. Okay, then tell me what you're doing. <laughs> Okay. Alright, so then just to recap, we'll do Good Omens next time, then Penguin Drum, and then depending on the game, how it goes, we may just do that an episode on it, or we may do some mini-sodes on it, because there's three games. Alright, so that was this episode. I'm Jordan, this is Alma. Okay, hi. Not hi. Bye. And Marissa. Bye. All right. Okay, so that was this episode of Gemcast Pals. Bye.